Oh, thank you. We're live. Hello. Yes. Week two. Hello, what's going on? We're back Week again. Two. And I think we need to kick off by thanking everyone for listening last week, don't we? Our first international listener from America. Whoever you are, he, she, we. No. Not, not bad, not bad. To be taking to swim to this audio. That's not bad at all. Not bad at all. Yeah, so we're back this week, aren't we? We've got a bit more structure about it this time. I don't know if you want to give us a quick run through. A quick run through, you know what? Just just because I'm just so kind, well, uh, I'll, I'll let you know. So right, we're going we're gonna to cover some topics. We've got about five or so that we're going to cover. Um, we're going to keep them random. They're still transport, you know, um, they're random about everything, basically. Oh, they're just going to be um, like surface level, aren't they? Just shot so, jar. Yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing too much. And then after that, we're going to have like a, a mini, deep, I guess a dive. mini slash deep dive into... Yeah. Uh, uh, into F one, are we talking about today? Formula E. Formula E. That's e. what we're talking about. Formula E, bro. E. And then after e. that, Can we're going to speculate. <laughs> what are you on about, mate? <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to do the YMCA, but with an E. But <laughs> this is no time. To, this is no time to be dancing. This is not time to be dancing. This is a serious, factual. No, it's not. Good. You, you keep popping those E's. Right, and then the last one is going to be like speculating the future. Um, if you listen to the previous episode, we try, we start to build our own city or whatever. Yeah, we're going so to continue on from that. We're going to have some thoughts about that way and try and. Uh, yeah, add so to it. We'll, we'll see. How... Yeah, go on. Yeah, we're just going to try add to it if anything uh, comes to mind. Yeah, man. We'll see how we'll see how we go, and then uh, we'll uh, we'll roll with it. Let's go on. Okay, go. What have you got? What have you got? All right, what have I got? First one is today the transport secretary has announced that you can get a green number plate if you've got a zero emissions vehicle. So zero, yeah, zero emissions. So if if your car is powered by electricity, hydrogen, anything that doesn't produce emissions, carb CO two emissions that is, that I believe, then you are entitled yeah. to one of these number plates and it's got a nice little green strip down the side of it oh and i, I thought it was gonna be like a full green one i was yeah, like yeah so, this is so did i start pimping your car out oh. based on your number plate in my um final year project of my degree i uh, actually looked yeah. into these and basically there's like two sides to it like on the what like the positives are that it's gonna like raise awareness of them and like if, if, if you raise awareness of a, of a movement, then it's more likely that it will succeed. Like that's, that's, okay. that's proven um, yeah. that you can look that up. But the negatives are, have you heard of this? Um, these researchers came up with this new concept they coined called conspicuous conservationism. And basically what that means that's is... That's the biggest word I've ever heard in my yeah, life. Yeah, basically <laughs> what, that mean, what that means is, is where you, you or I go out of our way and all the listener goes out of their way and spends more money yeah. on something to show their like green credentials to their peers. Mm. So it's like, it's like, it's like keeping up with the Joneses, but you throw a tin of green paint over them. What? <laughs> so, so, you know, so it's like, yes, yeah, so it's like keeping up with the Joneses, you know, where like everyone's competing to get like, Get the new car, the newest TV, the best holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that, but it's with a smudge of green over it. 
with a greenwash. With a green, with, yeah. So, but yeah. So the the people who are doing this, are doing it for the right reason. That they're, they're wanting to show that they're that they're 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 thinking about the environment. But it might not actually be the right way to do it because there's other inconspicuous ways that might be more effective. So if you get your house re-insulated, not many people are going to know about that unless you actually see the builders doing it. But that could actually save save you more money because your heating bill is going to be lower and it could be better for the environment than getting that new zero emissions car or getting on the bus like no no one knows you get on the bus really did they unless you tell them specifically but that yeah that, that car that you've got with your nice new green number plate everyone's going to see that because it's parked in your drive and it's got a big big green slash down the number plate on it Oh, you, so it's like creating... Yeah. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Do you see, see what I, see. I mean? So it's like a bit of FOMO happening. Can you say it's a bit of FOMO it, as well? It is, it is. It's a bit of FOMO, yeah. yeah. Because, like, damn, that guy is the greenest motherfucker I've ever seen in my life. Exactly. Sorry, I don't know why I need... But still. <laughs> um, exactly, right. No, that, that's, that's, that's pretty cool, to be fair. I like it. Yeah. Um, I, if I if I had a car, I would I would put a green number plate on mine. But I guess I'm just gonna put a green number plate on my back because all I'm doing <laughs> is walking. All I'm doing is bloody walking. Well, because walking is cool. All right, uh, let me just see if I can. Well. <laughs> I don't know. I always I always walk down the street with a massive chimney under my arm. So <laughs> jokes anyway, on you, mate. <laughs> your turn. What, what have you got? Hit me. Uh, all right, cool. I've got one for. If you're if you're a fan of your EV vehicles, which is that was actually EV double V electric vehicles, there's a cool thing done by uh, Zero Labs where um, they've 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 taken a because you've got a load of you've got a load of people that love their classic cars, right? But the the problem that you have with classic cars are the massive guzzlers uh, guzzlers of yeah. um, of fuel and you know all the fossil stuff, right? And the, the exhaust emissions that they give out is just disgusting. So yeah. they want to enjoy the car, but also um, be conscious of the environment. So this sick ass, dope ass, amazing ass, <laughs> ass ass um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. company called Zero Labs. They oh. created this thing called like a skateboard, uh, right. a skateboard, a skateboard concept where the the chassis, so the wheels, the you know the I, I actually know all the terms of the car. I don't know why I started with the technical terms. Anyway, oh. the chassis. Is, is the electric EV part, right? So everything that, that, that helps the car to drive, that's what they create. And then they take the classical bodies and, puts them on, and put them on top. You know, like you, you've got like a Meccano set or something like that. And yeah. you know, you have some kind of electric Meccanos. It's so kind of like have, that where- could you, have, could you have one body, one skateboard, and then could you be like, oh, I want to go out in the classic Ferrari today and pop that on. Yeah, well, but then it might be that you, yeah. you might want to go out in the old like, Jaguar E type, and then on Tuesday, and you might be able to switch it. Would it work like that, or can you only fix one to one? I think it's it's one it's one to one for now because it takes quite a lot of connecting, and then you you don't yeah okay. They would have to it would be the security of it because it, it's still a, a car and a car is right. a high risk yeah. thing. Yeah. So you can't just be putting it like a dress. But the concept is still strong of so that, enabling yeah. people to mm-hmm. to be part of a, a better future with their lit cars using such a simple. Um, concept product, which is yep. pretty cool. I mean, the, the the range of it and everything it has is is pretty crazy as off what it is. But the the main thing I just wanted to give out is just the the implicate implications implications implementations words of of this interesting concept: skateboard, classical cars, 
bringing the old to the now and then the now to the future is pretty cool. Yeah, because um, if you think like in, I don't know, 50 years time, 50, 100 years time, we might get to the point where there is no, there is no petrol left. And if you still want to, if you still want to mm. power that, that car or they might, or in a hundred years time, they might say, no, you can't like, I know like in 2030, they're saying, no, you can't buy a new car electric. You can't buy a new petrol or diesel car, but I don't know. It might, it might be less than a hundred years, but they might say, they might just come out and say, no, you're not allowed to drive those old cars full stop anymore. So I guess this is kind of, this is a good thing because people are still going to want to relive that history, but it's doing it in a, mm. I think isn't it uh, a lot of, a lot of these car manufacturers they're starting to put uh, an embargo can you say an embargo on new petrol vehicles coming out of the assembly line so it's only going to be a matter of time before you can't even buy a petrol car anyways especially if it's a classic one so if you can you well, know, it, um, yeah so if you can you know maintain or you know prolong the the period of you a period of you getting rid of your favorite car that'll be pretty cool unless it's nissan micro then they deserve to go to hell i guess <laughs> nissan micros morris miners what other cars do you not like let us know because i despise the micros they they've got zero love for me which one like chocolate which one all of, mean, them, all of them all, all of them, them every single one oh. from, from from first conception to whatever the hell they've got now I, my, my uncle, my uncle had an old one. Well, I say old; it was like early two thousands. They they actually looked pretty good. It was like a little beetle there. It was. T- it, Stop like, lying to it yourself. It was. It was. Lying t- to it, was it was really it's small though. Good. Like it looked a little bit like a, a retro mini, but like I actually, I, actually oh. I actually didn't mind it. But the newer ones where they've like blown the body out, like well, it's just a general trend in it. They've done it with all cars. They've blown the body out. Uh, yeah, like, you're lying to yourself. <laughs> I don't like those. Wait, you don't, you don't like the newer ones? I don't like the new ones, no. But you like just, the older ones? They just look bloated. Like, they've done this with, like, all ah. sorts of cars. They've just, like, bloated them. Wait, so which, which car... If you, if you could have any kind of a car, classic or now, and you could turn it into an electric vehicle, which one would you choose? Oh, well, I've always said that I want an Alfa Romeo 4C. Like, I just... Oh, I, yeah. They're, they're just... That, yeah, just yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, look, the looks of them... Mm. I think they just look incredible. I think well, yeah, if you put that on an electric skateboard, that'd be quite cool as well. Yeah, that's pretty wild. To be fair, yeah. I, 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 you can't really. Hate, it's common law that you can't really hate on an Alfa Romeo. Mm. So and everybody, every man's car. Yeah, it's impossible for me. It would probably be it's just that quite Italian quite styling. It is. If you, if you find someone that hates an Alfa Romeo, then you find someone that hates life. That's yeah. that's my correlation. Well, I guess that's what. Like they're they're unreliable as hell. They're, they're rubbish. But <laughs> reliability <laughs> awful. But so this is where the electric skateboard comes in. Put it on one of them. And, oh. and then then it suddenly becomes a good car. No issues. Exactly. You've got that that style. But then you've got the reliability from the electric skateboard. Man will always be man will always be an, an RS5. Any form of Audi, I'll, I'll put on. Oh, from it. RS5. Don't be Oh, you don't like it. I thought you said you don't like it. Then I was going to start to you. Oh, my mum used to have one. <laughs> Listen, right, your yeah. mum's cool, clearly. Your mum's <laughs> clearly got it. Your mum's got it going on. Right, let's move on before I get start crying. <laughs> Crime magnet, though. Once, one day we woke up and the wing, the wing mirrors had been nicked off it. The good, the good wing mirrors. It's probably me. I'm not really <laughs> it was probably me. The good wing mirrors. Right, segue, so. seguing smoothly into the next topic. Yeah. Um, 
I just want to talk about what they, um, they've announced regarding climate change in this country. And the, the Prime Minister's pledged to reduce emissions by 68% of 1990 levels by 2030. 2030? Um, by 2030, so... It's not that long. 10, ten years, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so what this means is it's going to... The National Audit Office say that it's going to affect the way we work, travel... So electric skateboards again, <laughs> the way we heat our, heat our homes and even the, how much meat we eat, because it all feeds into how much um, energy we use. But one of the problems with this is you've not got, we've not got, we've not currently got all um, sectors of government singing from the same, same hymn sheet because I'm, I'm just going to link it into my next topic as well, because they kind of um, link together so well. In the treasury, in the treasury, they've put they've put forward um, an infrastructure bill to support the building of twenty seven billion pounds worth of new roads over the next few years, and and railways as well, such as HS two, oh, twenty seven billion. Right. But one one of the things that's not been um, really accounted for is the CO two impacts in all this. Um, and I've just got a quick figure here. One of the new one of the new roads that they're going to be building in the next few years is this Lower Thames crossing. It's like a flat. It's going to be a flagship project for the new UK roads program. But it's estimated it's going to emit two million tons of greenhouse gases. It just doesn't add up. Like you've got on one on one side, they're, they're saying <sighs> we want to we want to reduce emissions by two thirds by twenty thirty. But then yeah, but then they're doing they're building the new roads like this. So we've got. And on top of all this, we've got a hundred. We've got a hundred billion, which is going on HS two. You've got the twenty-seven yeah. billion, the twenty-seven billion, which is going on the new roads. But then the government has only pledged at one billion, just one, to retrofit oh. home to retrofit retrofit homes to reduce the carbon emissions. There, the numbers just don't add up. I mean, aren't roads amongst the biggest pollution? Um, what? What amongst one of the? Amongst the biggest pollution creators, is that right? Because of all the materials that they use? Oh, yeah. Or is it one of those things where... Yeah, no, you, you, no you're right. Yeah, yeah. Build, build, building, the roads, building the roads is a, is a big, a big, big um, Massive, polluter. I haven't got an exact figure on it, but it, it's big. And what happens when you build new roads? You get more traffic. To be fair, my, my, my link's over to yours when you talk about roads. Um, because I think it's Singapore. Is it Singapore? Singapore, China. They want to start making roads from recycled plastic. Um, All right. Which is pretty epic. Oh, that's pretty uh, cool. Because uh, they said they found like tons of plastic waste, which is generated from you know your, your takeaway deliveries, your yeah. you know your your, your bottles mm. and whatnot that you get in, mm -hmm. and they're just pretty much wanting to find a different way they can implement that because. Obviously, so, um, recycled plastic has already got a limited use case. I think that, I don't know if I said it last time, but yeah, it's definitely got a limited use case where you can only recycle it like once or twice, unless it's oh, mm. I could talk about that. Unless it's a, a really robust um, self-creation where you can re recycle it a limited amount. But this particular one, um, the yeah, they've added it. Um, they've, they've found a way to incorporate it with their infrastructure of making new roads, which is epic as frick. Um, that's only epic because was it is it tarmac bitumen all that stuff is just ridiculously toxic. Um, yeah. 
to make from scratch. So I think it it's just a little bit better off. That's all. I think. Um, I think it's interesting, yeah. like what like what they used to do when they build the old when they used to build like roads in like days gone by, like cobblestones, like. About it's, yeah. about it's bounces out on a bike, but you in your, in a car it's fine. Like it just makes that noise as you drive yes. along them. But I imagine that they were a lot less um, pollutant heavy when they were building them. You know what? It's nothing to do with what you just said. I just really want to go to Singapore and uh, and and uh, Singapore and Malaysia. Malaysia. They have it going on when it comes they do, to they do, don't sustainability. They? Yeah. It's freaking nuts. Have you, you seen it like... Go on. Go on. Go on. Go I was going to say they've got, they've got those like big... They've got like these big, big skyscrapers. The trees. The trees. They integrate like the plant in it into like the, the buildings themselves. It, it looks nuts. Yeah. I think it'd be interesting I mean, to like... If we've got any like viewers, like viewers, listeners, if they've like send in like their like what's like their interest their like an interesting like fact from where they are yeah as in yeah. like uh yeah like what like, what like what's going on like where they are like you know like a quirky oh what's topic. a cool what's what's yeah what's a cool green green initiative or quirky, yeah. quirky topic a- yeah anything quirky like that topic. I like quirky that. topics oh, i love quirky to- oh yeah. giving notes on it oh yeah <laughs> that's my noise, by the way. I don't know what the hell that noise is, but it's the noise of something. All right, cool. Moving on. That, that's a plastic road sphere in Singapore and China, I believe. They're both trying to look at that kind of aspect. Moving on. All right, I've got one more. This has um, just been put onto the government's radar. Drone deliveries in rural areas across the UK. The, mm. government, the, government, the government are considering allowing, allowing drones to deliver goods to rural areas as part of a plan to ensure remote parts of the country and not left behind by advances in transport technology. Like one of the, one of the, one of the like biggest achievements in this country is you could send like a first class like letter or like small parcel and Royal Mail will get it there. Like it could be, you could be up in the top of Scotland, bottom, bottom of Cornwall. They get it there. But yeah, this drone thing is interesting. How do they do it? It's an interesting concept, like allowing the drones to go and deliver deliver stuff because like, how do you how do you ensure that like the drones don't get hijacked or whatever <laughs> how do you ensure that the drone I, I don't know how do you ensure the drones are like scaring wildlife like impacting that side of things well that's true to be fair because they've, they've been going nuts about wit, uh, wit, uh, turbines for years saying that yeah. it ruins wildlife yeah. so but my, my thing is when it comes to drones it's always good well drones and anything that's good is uh, most effective when it's in low numbers, but the second you start to, you know, charge those numbers up, the more people that use it, it then becomes well. You could just you know, see, it, couldn't you? More like, of a dystopian thing, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, they're, 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 they're currently they're considering just doing it in rural, rural areas as a way of like making sure they're not left behind and cutting the carbon emissions. But then you could just see, you could just see it slowly like creeping into like cities. The big, oh, and then they'll just ruin and, that. And, suburb, and suburbia, and then you just like you, you just stick your I head mean, out the window, and you just hear this, <laughs> and the beer like going me, everywhere. If you like me, that orders stuff online at like three a.m. or you know, yeah. if imagine if imagine if it was like a ten minute delivery all night, you just hear nothing but droning, like you just said. Yeah, like you know what? Sleep. I don't even need it. You know, well, let's just not have it anymore. They're probably. I would, um, the, the, that's the, just a downside. There's a lot of benefits, though. The, the, that is a downside, but then you've got. Where are you going to get all this? You're going to. 
you're going to have to get all this energy to power all these drones again. Like, is that... That's true. And energy is like, you, we've not got, we've not got, it's not an unlimited supply. Like, are you going to, are you going to, like, so say we only get like, I don't know, a billion watts of solar power each year. Are you going to, are we going to, yeah. are we going to allow like, half of that to go go on people who want pizza at three o'clock in the morning or are we going to use that energy to I don't know purify I water I hope so let's get that let's get that pizza on and let's get that pizza on. There's, there's, there's water in pizza isn't there <laughs> just, just ring it out that's all you do just ring <laughs> out that water in the pizza <laughs> nothing but life baby alright 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 that's, that's, that's me done have you got any more or do you want to move on to the uh, main event uh, well uh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we can move on. This is this is going to be partially you teaching me and then me asking questions and searching stuff up. I'm not going to lie to you. Because uh, I find F1 very interesting, but I don't know a whole much about it because I haven't really dove into it a lot. So let's go then. Let's go, baby. All right. So this, this is the part of the podcast where we're going to talk about one one particular topic in depth, aren't we? That's, that's, that, that's the gist of it. And this week, yeah, yeah, okay. this, this week we are talking about Formula E and the news that BMW and Audi now are both pulling out at the end of this year, I believe. Um, for, those of you yes. do, for those of you that don't know, Formula E is the, um, it's like the pinnacle of racing for zero emissions um, race cars. So they're, they're all electric, and, uh, but it's, it's where quite a lot, of, it's where heaps and heaps of R&D is done and Develops, developments are made for the new electric cars that everyone's going to be driving in the next 10 years. And, simula- mm. and similarly, Formula One is where heaps and heaps of road car um, developments have been made. And it's now what you see in the, the supercars and all the way down to the cars that you and me drive today. Come it's from. crazy. Yeah, so I, I, looked, I, I looked into um, racing and Formula yeah. One, well, racing in general, yeah. And I've just I've just quickly bullet pointed the top three developments that I found from racing that have feeded into production cars. I don't know if you've done something similar, but um, yeah. Yeah. What have you got? What's on your What's, on, right, your, what's on your list? I'll kick off with the first one, and it's um, disc brakes. Like carbon fiber. Car- oh. Yeah, carbon fiber. Yeah, but they they only it's like. Nuts what they I, I mean, I don't. I'm not an engineer, but I think they can, they can overheat. Well, the, the carbon ones are the, the other ones. Well, I think brakes in general can over here. I'm not an engineer here, so... No, I mean, just generally, because if you were to look at a Formula 1 track, well, a freeze frame of a car going down the track, yeah, yeah, you yeah. see that di- the disc brakes all Glowing. go up because there's, yeah, there's yeah. that much friction. Is it friction coefficient? But yeah. there's that much friction build-up. It's going to pretty much turn to the sun in there. Yeah. It? But yeah, carry on. The next one is carbon fibre chassis. Oh, here we go. So, but, so carbon fibre chassis makes your car up to 10 times it's carbon fiber sorry is 10 times stronger than steel by weight and it's really nuts to be yeah fair. yeah um but on. one of the one of the one of the crazy things about this is that it's been used in electric vehicles such as bmw i3 where weight management is really key because the batteries are so bulky and heavy at the moment because i mean because you've got such a heavy they've put such a heavy heavy batteries in these electric cars now you need to save weight somewhere else just to keep it at a reasonable weight Oh yeah, yeah. I, I keep on forgetting that because, yeah, yeah. Have you seen that? Like, I mean, like, cars are cars getting heavier then, or they're getting lighter? Yeah, they're yeah. Getting, they're, they're, getting heavy. Heavy. they're getting heavy. Well, the electric ones are getting heavy. Well, cars in general have been getting heavy, heavier for ages. If you like, 
if you look at if you get if you look at like some of the ranges that have been going since the 60s like take the the old minis for example the mini for example look at look at a mini series one it's tiny it's like it's like a little matchbox on wheels it is literally two it's four seats to the steering wheel that thing a tin box legit man and then tin box. <laughs> now now you look at like the newest they're massive uh, yeah, but I think the, the minis don't look like minis anymore. They just look like BMWs, to be fair. Like BMWs yeah, with a yeah. mini badge on them. Exactly. So I think, as the as the kids say, the the fallen out. The fallen out? Oh, I don't know. I'm not even a kid anymore. What the hell did the kids say? Move on. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Fall yeah. to these kids. <laughs> yeah. All right. And um, my final development from uh, racing that's been put into road cars is the rear view mirror. The like rear view mirror? The rear, yeah, yeah. yeah. What the hell do they need rear view mirror for? They're on the goalposts. Well, yeah, well. The F1 driver just like hooking over the back of the seat. Fucking yeah, round. Back in the 50s, during, during the, when F1 was first, when F1 was just first starting out, they didn't, mm. they, didn't have, they didn't have any way of seeing where your opponents were behind you. So if you're there in first, cruising along, you don't know if to defend to the right or defend to the left. Because, because, you're, <laughs> because you're that worried about like, keeping the car on the road. So yeah. what? So someone came up with the genius of idea, putting a little bit of mirror just up here, so then you could let, glance in it and see where, the, where see where your opponents were. So if they're coming over your right, coming over your left, if you're behind, you know where to defend. But they, I don't know why. But they didn't think that. Oh, this is absolutely going to make it really easy to parallel park. <laughs> <laughs> you say easy. It's, it's not easy. easy with, it's easy with a pinch of salt. Uh, there. <laughs> a pinch. Take the whole skipper salt, mate. <laughs> empty the whole sea. That's how much salt you need. Gosh, power uh, packing can just do one. That's cool. <laughs> is that the same thing as wing mirrors as well? Is that the same thing as wing mirrors, or is that? I, I've, just got, if, oh. I've just got rear view mirrors right here. But um, ah, I, want, I, I, I want to have a look. Ah, I want to have a look. Ah, no, but that's that's cool though. That's cool. So why do you think it's a good thing that BMW and Audi they're they're bowing out? Well, I I did I did a quick bit of reading into it, and the, from what they've said is that they've they've or they they're claiming that they've already done like all the R and D that they can on electric cars. Like that's I read I read, it, I read a quick article and it said that like back back in um, it was about four or five years ago when when Audi and BMW joined um, Formula E. Their their their, mm. their goal their goal was to make their goal was to develop the four the electric cars of the future. But now they're saying that electric cars are the present and that, that their purpose has been fulfilled. Oh, baby! <laughs> yeah, they're, they're saying that the purpose That's has been crazy. Fulfilled. But some other manufacturers disagree, and um, we've got the likes of Kia and Hyundai are looking <clears throat> to take Audi and BMW spots in Formula and E. And Porsche. And Porsche. What Porsche? Porsche are already in Formula E. From, oh, okay. From what, that, I, think... from what I understand, for, Porsche actually left Le Mans to focus complete, to go to, to complete no. to, to focus on Formula E. e? Because, really? Because, yeah, because they know it's going to be such a big thing. That I they mean, I can, I can see where. Yeah, I can see where they're coming from, BMW and Audi, because it's like when you got when you got, when you got the likes of you know Tesla, Rivian. And all these other um, startups and companies like absolutely murking it without even yeah, needing yeah. to look at Formula E. It's, I get, I totally get what they're saying. With, yeah. Um, I don't know what I don't know what uh, their next if if uh, I don't know where their next venture would be. If you know what I mean, where the next research pool or research 
um, because that's what formula is, isn't it? Like it's a combination between racing and and R and D. R and D and raising awareness for and yeah, that's for true. And because, awareness. Well, if, yeah, if, you just, if you just switch it on and you see them flying around at a hundred. 100 plus miles an hour and making zero noise because they're electric. If they can show that it's yeah, cool, yeah. if they can show that it's cool, then they're more likely to convince people that, oh, that, he's, 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 he's flying around there in that electric car. Maybe, maybe, I, maybe I well, should get one and become a boy racer. <laughs> boy racer. Don't, don't boy, become a boy, boy racer. Boy, 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 Where racer. does that come from? Gee. Oh, well, I mean, to be fair, it's, it's a, it's, it makes a good income. <laughs> yeah, boy race and just well not really but still but even with the is it formula e they're starting to, well i don't know if they've started to or if they've been doing it for a while but using dry um using fully autonomous cars what's that um on their tr- on tracks the formula formula, formula e autonomous cars i think they've got a long way to go with that stuff i saw a hilarious oh, shit. Video. Okay. i saw a hilarious video of this um so they were trying to get they were trying to get a fully autonomous car to do a lap around a racetrack, and the car yeah, yeah, the yeah, car yeah. the car's there on the start line. Everyone's like, "Oh, what's going to happen? Is it going to is going to break? Is it going to break all records ever?" And it just mm. it just starts and it it flies off the line, flies ninety degrees straight into the pit wall. <laughs> <laughs> no, when was that? Was that a couple of years ago? Was that? No, I saw this like I saw this a couple of weeks ago. Last weekend. Yeah, I saw this. Like, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I think it was quite. I'm not. I'm not too sure when the the clip was filmed, but I think it's a pretty recent thing. So yeah. I mean, they've been looking at it for the what well, more in depth for the past uh, three years. But so 17, 18. Tesla have developed this te- kind of technology. I know that much because you can summon your Tesla, can't you? You could be on your. Can you? It's got a summon mode on it, so you you go on your phone. Shut you got you go on your phone, open up the Tesla app, and you, you can press summon, and the car will come out and it'll come find you no so uh, you just I'm a bit, I'm, I'm being serious and I'm, I'm, pr- I'm not I'm pretty sure that they were going to do I'm not sure if, if they did it but in theory you could be in San Francisco and you you, you could have been you could be over in San Francisco on a meeting or like for work or on a holiday but you live in New York and you've left the car over there. No, 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 don't do that to me. You don't could say su- that. You could summon it and it would come no. all the way across. <laughs> Why am I in such utter disbelief of this yeah. dystopian thing yeah. that you're telling me right yeah. now? It's so crazy. It's, it it's not crazy. dystopian, it's utopian, really. It's crazy. Yeah. Is that real? That's yeah. not real. I'm, I refuse to believe you. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm searching it. Give me some filler whilst I'm searching it. All right, I'll give you plenty of filler. Do you think... Do you think that someone's going to buy Tesla out? Or do you think they've just got too big? No, or do, you, do, you think, do, you think that, do you think that the other car companies regret not buying Tesla out when they could have, like, when Tesla were younger? At this rate, Tesla's looking to uh, merge with another major auto, uh, is it? auto company. Yeah, yeah, it is. But wow. I, think, I think Tesla's, they're bigger value-wise, but, but they're smaller in manufacturing capability. Well, yeah, yeah not definitely. Not, yeah, Definitely. because you've got all these, the, v, the VW um, conglomerate, yeah. they've got pretty much yeah. every car company you can think of. Yeah. So yeah. It'll, yeah. it'll be a case of if, if Tesla buy, if they merge with them, Tesla will become like a superpower pretty much. It would, it would, it would. But... It, it would I, I don't think people, I don't, I don't think anybody will be able to buy out Tesla. Well, they definitely can't because they don't have the money for it. 
yeah, it's um, what is he? Is Elon Musk is his second, third richest man in alive? At the he's, he, he's second, but Tesla they've gone from like uh, what Elon Musk doesn't own Tesla 16... anymore, does he? He got he got um, he got booted out. I read, I read like a, a biography about it, and he got he he oh, did so... own, he did own Tesla. I don't know, I, I forget the complete like story, but. He, hmm. he, basically, he basically got booted out from it. I think he's, I think he is the chairman, but he's not like the direct owner of his. Just something like that. Uh, he owns 20% of Tesla stock. There you go. Which is still a, a massive amount considering still, how big he, it is. Well, is he the biggest shareholder, is he? Yeah, I, I would imagine I would imagine so, because that's, that's huge. For, for yeah. the size of the company, that's worth over 200 billion. Well, it's interesting, that's like... Massive. He didn't actually start up Tesla, though. That's no, he didn't. No, no, he, it was, he just, it was that, he just it, um, helped fund him. It, ha- it was another guy that, that um, started up, yeah, and he helped. He helped with the funding and stuff. Apparently, he's he's part of the founding team, but you got you got a whole team of people called like JB Stru- Strabell, Martin, Mark, right. and Ian. Um, so it's founded by like f- uh, four people, and then uh, Elon was pretty much the yeah the the catalyst. To get it to get it going, even though it, t- it took what year is it now? Is it twenty twenty? It's twenty twenty. I can't forget. <laughs> um, so what, wait, wait, when did Tesla start to get? But it's literally taken like ten years, hasn't 10, it? Ten, ten, fifteen years. Yeah, it's, so it's, they started um, out, it's, and it's been quite a lot of BS. So it's only over the past two or three yeah. years it's actually started to get good. So it's pretty yeah. crazy how people forget they were all going nuts on them. Anyway, carry on with your F one stuff. So clearly, they they still think that there's some value in joining Formula E because. Because they're um, both um, potentially joining um, next year. Um, actually, I've got, I've got I've got a slightly different thing we could talk about, and it's that big crash that that, that was in Formula One like a week or two ago. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't fully. I, I saw it. Well, in fact, I did see it. To be fair, because you showed me it last uh, at the weekend. You're like, yeah. you got to see yeah. this. Yeah. I was like, you got to see what? Oh, we got to see what? You're like, you got to see this all. I'm like, what is that all? Right. Um, and then you finally show me. What do you think, too? Because I honestly, so, in my mind, that so car. For, 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 anyone, that. for anyone that doesn't know what we're on about, um, at the last, the, the, the second to last F1 race, um, Roman Grosjean slammed into a, a wall and his car split mm-hmm. in half and subsequently exploded. But um, lucky for him, he got out with minor burns and it. Uh, Formula One have like branded this the whole the whole incident as um, with the the safety the safety advancements that have that have um, happened over mm. the years of, of, of what of what have led to his actual like him him being alive today because F one's a dangerous sport and a lot of drivers have died over the years. And it's bloody nuts! Yeah, because <laughs> when you I think you you, you kind of steamrolled over the fact that it's split in half. Yeah. The car went into two. No car when you crash, but mind you, carbon, it's made of carbon fibre and all that stuff, and it's all the materials are next to nothing. Yeah. In terms of the thickness-wise, anyways. But well, it's just nuts. Yeah, so I'm just, I'm just reading about like one, of the, one of the newest safety features that F1 brought in. It's that halo that goes around the driver's head like that. And it's just saying that, that the, uh, the safety rail slammed into that halo instead of slamming into Grosjean's head. And that potentially oh, so like, oh, okay. saved his life. So it's like a rally car where it's got the the cage yeah, around it. Yeah, kind of, kind of. Yeah, it's like it's like a roll cage with your head. Roll cage, that's the one. That's bloody. So that that thing, 
Because apparently, if that if that um, halo wasn't there, it would have literally scraped his face. Yeah, that's that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, and that, they, they only put that in in the past five years. That's nuts. That's so nuts. Yeah, that is so nuts. And because the exposure was pretty big as well, I say pretty, it's bloody massive. So if you haven't seen it, yeah, I think you have to do a little bit of digging because everywhere's trying to suppress it for some reason. Um, but th- there's a guy that reviews it, I, I believe. It's pretty, and, um, pretty, pretty yeah, gruesome, it's, though, isn't it? Like it's, it's nuts. It's, it's it's like a firework going off. Goes. <laughs> I think the last the last intense thing I heard about with Formula Formula One was um was it was it Jensen Button was that was that the one who. I've not seen. In a coma. I don't know. It's um, that was Michael Schumacher, but that was he did ah. that. He did that in a skiing accident. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Never mind. Which That's is uh, to do with him. Yeah. Um, F1. That's uh, yeah. He's still not fully recovered. He's still in a coma. He's, I don't think he's in a coma, but he's in a bad way. Yeah, he's 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 quite sad, really, because he no. spent spent his whole whole life race, do, racing. It's just a ski accident. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know the full fact of like how he fell, but yeah, he went into a coma. But That's um, sad to be fair. But <laughs> bring it back to the F one and this crash. Um, one another crash that sticks in my head is uh, I watched that um, that Rush film. It was recently on Netflix. Oh, and, we, yeah, yeah. So you, um, James Hunt versus Nicky Lauda, and uh, in one of the yeah. races, Nicky Lauda crashes, and he can't get, he couldn't get out of his car. His car crashed, burst into flames at Nuremberg, and he couldn't get out of hmm. his car. He was in his car for two to three minutes, and he and in that time he got really badly burned. Whereas, if you contrast that with like the, the Grosjean crash, he got out. He got out of that car almost instantly. In seconds. Yeah, in yeah, seconds. Yeah. And I don't know if there was like some kind of um, safety advance, like yeah, the safety advancements that that have meant that he didn't get burned as badly as. As Nicky Lauda did, but yeah, if, if you're not, if, if you're not seeing did he, that movie, did he die as well? It's a great movie. No, he didn't die. No, no, no. It's 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 actually remarkable. He um he didn't die, um, and he was he was sat in the hospital recovering for about twenty odd days, and he was watching his his biggest rival, James Hunt, win mm. races, and that mm. actually inspired him and gave him the drive to get better and get back in the car. And after about three weeks, mm. after about three or four weeks, he got back in the car and raced. And his, oh. skin, and his skin was still healing on his face and he managed to get the racing helmet on. Mate, if you can't see my face, it's in utter shock right now. Yeah. It's like melting. That's yeah. unreal. If you've not seen that film, it's... Uh, I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to watch that. I, I love the, the score for it. It's really good, but I've, I've never seen what? it. You love the what? The music. The score. Oh, okay. Mm. <laughs> He's sad. What is this Um Alright, cool. I think. Do you reckon that that'll do for that or not? Unless you've yeah, got any, no. unless you've got anything else to add. To be fair, I don't. I don't really have anything else. I've I've only got like a small list of other other stuff that's included. So you got the disc, disc scrapes. Sorry, in terms of inventions that F one did, yeah, disc brakes. Um, you got yep. suspension. Well, active suspension. Is mm. that the stuff that's on buses? So it makes them go. You know. I don't, I, don't, I don't know, but yeah, just, I don't know what active suspension is, to be honest, now. Um, then you've got, like, what? the the, the active, the sequential gearbox, so, you know... Semi-automatic gears. Yeah, yeah boy. Um, then you've got the flat paddle uh, gearboxes, so if you've got um, an, an F-Type or something, uh, you'll, you'll know that, because I guess that's the most affordable car 
and whatnot. I say affordable. Anyways, paddle gearbox. Six. Oh, there's a uh, aerodi- more, aren't they? Yeah. Go on. You got aerodynamics. Obviously, the, it's quite funny because um, yeah. the the way that a lot of people think that no, a lot of people. You got a lot. Yeah, I say a lot of people think that the way that the F1 they look the way they look because they they look cool, but it's not. It's all to do with hyper physics and aerodynamics going on. They only look like that because it's all purely functional. So I find it interesting when sorry yeah. car designers, mm. but some car designers forget Go that Go a car can't just be a block. It has to work well within the air that it's moving through. So aerodynamics is a, a, a fundamental aspect of whenever you're designing or engineering a car. So for the example, cornerstone to all that. For example, SUVs today. SUVs, mate, what are you about? <laughs> they're the complete opposite of aerodynamic. They're literally like fridges on wheels and they weigh as much as a rhinoceros. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. It's, oh. it's, it's, but I have to say that. But you got you got the folks like I've got, uh, I've, got a bugbear, really... I've got a bugbear. I've got a bugbear against SUVs. Why? What's wrong with them? Really why are you hating them? Because because people they just don't use them for what they're meant to be used for. They're meant to be the like off road expedition vehicles, <laughs> aren't they? But no, you just get people tooting tooting around Chelsea in them. Dropping the kids off. Dropping, the, dropping, dropping the kids off. I've got, I've got another, in, I've got, I've got, I've got another invention for you that they, that, that, that came from racing. All-wheel drive. Oof. Oh, is that from racing? Yeah. Of course, because so, you need. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Audi, Audi originally invented it for the 1980 um, World Rally Cup. Using yeah. their, uh, they fitted it in the Audi Quattro race car. And yeah, so you, if you don't know what four-wheel drive is, it, it sends drive, it sends the power to, all, to all, every wheel of the car, not just the front two, not just the back, but all four. And it means that it means that you can get out of snow, mud, means that you've got just got more control. But but now what we where we see the four-wheel drive, it's the it's the, um, it's the, it's the creme it's the creme de la creme of the school run. <laughs> getting, getting, getting through the traffic. Oh, mate, you're, you're, getting, you're, 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 you're lifting your lid at this, mate. Getting through the traffic. Enabling the parents to get there on time, not losing milliseconds. Ah, oh, just, uh, just. But to be fair, just, though, it imagine, not having, make imagine not having four wheel drives. But yeah, uh, you yeah. said about invention. One invention that I do think should happen is that I don't think it exists yet, or if it does, I'm yet to find it. You know, when you uh, cars driving at night, um, you can't see through the, the the windscreen, can you? So if you're like crossing the road, or if you're trying to see what another if another car is signalling at you or something. You can't really see the driver. No, you can't see it. No. As, uh, unlike, you know, during the day. And if, yeah. if you were to see it, it's because they've got the lights on in the car, which is dangerous for the, you know, inside, the, inside you know, the driver who was in that particular car because yeah. it's reflecting everything able, but the road. They won't be able to see you know? it out, will they? Yeah. Exactly. So I think there needs to be some kind of invention, whether it's within the windscreen panel glass itself or within the car, where you can look into the car, but, you, um, you know, the driver who's in the car doesn't get distracted by anything. So some kind of invention like that would be epic, I think. Well, I think it would reduce a lot of um, um, at least fatalities on the road. You know, people crossing the roads where they mm. misjudged what the car was saying or whatever. Yeah. Uh, or if you're at a junction, you, you thought somebody was waving, but they really weren't. Um, I think it would be quite cool. I don't know how the hell you do it, but I think it would be quite cool to have... Uh, some, kind of, um, some kind of like filter in the glass, maybe. Yeah. Some, yeah, sometimes, yeah, either... Either either a light panel within the glass that only goes one way, or some, yeah. I don't know. It'll be it'll be an interesting problem to solve, but I think it'll be it's a very much needed one. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a, yeah. that's an invention that's not on the list. 
Um, speaking of in inventions, let's go to our world, our new world, mate. Yeah, so this is the last segment of the podcast uh, where we talk about what we put in our new world. And I think last week we were talking about having pods, weren't we? Bios. Of, uh, uh, we were talking. We were talking uh, about we we were talking about bios and putting, for example, putting all the families in the houses in one bio, putting all the supermarkets in another bio. Putting, yeah. all the, putting all the nightclubs in another bio, the schools in another bio. And yeah. I, I, kind of, I kind of agreed with you to begin with, but as I mulled it over in my head, I think it just would, I think it would just create a bit of a nightmare, really, because it would mean that you to do... <laughs> I think it would just be shit. I think, yeah, basically, because <laughs> if you wanted to do anything, you're going to have to go, you're going to have to do all the, if you've got like, if, you, if you're on your jobs for today, is drop the kids off at school, go do the shopping, mm go change some books at the library. You're going to have to go to three different biomes, aren't you, to do all that. Whereas, if, and it's kind of linking back to what they're doing in Paris, these yeah. 50, 15, you could have a 15-minute biome where you've got, your little, you've got your little biome and in it, you've got you've got little, little neighbourhood and then you've got the school, you've got the shops, you've got the pub, the library. Mm. It's all within a 15 minute bike ride or yeah. 20 minute walk or whatever like that. Yeah. Because then it's encouraging you to, to walk or cycle, which is also good for your physical and mental health. I think I was saying that the, it's, it's a problem having the separate biomes if it's not connected very well. So if it's 15 minutes, whatever way you're doing it, that'll be pretty epic. Yeah. Especially if you yeah. can walk it in 15 minutes. Yeah. If you can walk it in 15 minutes, I'll be lit. Um, and another thing, the biggest problem with separated biomes is if they're on um, one plane, because it's the yeah. cool thing about the Boring Company, which is the other company that Elon Musk is doing, is that is having miles of tunnels which don't which are on one plane like normal roads. They're all um, stacked up vertically, so it makes traveling much faster because you just you know you need yeah it's, yeah instead of having multiple lanes across one plane, you have multiple lanes across the the Y plane. So that, what, what, that, what we add into this? Yeah, that'd be interesting with that, the, 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 um, the multiple lanes across different levels. Like, I wonder, if, I wonder how, how successful it's going to be, or is it just going to create traffic, but underground? My problem is, well, if, the thing if, I, I think is, go on. It, well, if you've got everyone currently who's in traffic on the surface, but if you put them underground, are, you, are we not just going to get the same problems? Well, no, because you're not... But how, do, how does it scale up, I guess, is what I'm the, trying to say. The, the main problem with traffic is humans. The main problem with crashes are humans. So if you take the human element out of it, you then reduce a lot of congestion, crashes, and all that stuff. With well, a boring like, company, yeah. you don't drive it. You're on, you're on a track. You, you put your car on a track, and then it zooms down the tunnel. So you're, you're no longer in control. I, that's, that's I think a, that's a good point but he's popping out the book mate he's going to pull I'm out some the book serious out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. facts so like here we go go on then what so so in, tra in transport you've got um, what's known as like a corridor capacity and this is how <laughs> many this, this is like, so yeah so this is like how many people you can get through a corridor in right. uh, like per hour say so mm. 
Um, I've just had I, 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 I was learning about this the other week and I just thought it'd be interesting to pull up. So what um, these guys looked at a three and a half meter wide lane in a city and they, yeah. they, they measured how many people you could get down this particular lane, depending on what type of transport they were on. So right. if, you were, if it was mixed traffic, so that's where you've got the cars, the scooters, the buses, everything, everything mixed together, you can only get about mm. 2,000 people down there per hour. But if you split that out and put, just put that lane just in exclusively for cyclists, it jumps up from 2,000 to 14,000. Which is a, which is a, it's a seven time increase, sevenfold. But then yeah. it goes up even more. If you if you give that lane, so three and a half meter wide lane, I give it just to people, just to pedestrians, that becomes nineteen thousand. If you if you put a railway down there, you get twenty two thousand people. And if you put a suburban railway, it goes up to a hundred thousand people an hour. Yes. Because mean, it's like how many people you can compact? Fuck. Because because you, I think it's, it's because of like how compact the carriages are, isn't it? And you, mm. it's using less space, isn't it, to get more people yeah. through? To get more, it's about it's about using less space to get more people through, to get people where they want to go. So what I'm thinking about with the tunnels is like, is that going to require lots and lots and lots and lots of tunnels? have that same desired effect or or could you have like one tunnel and just put like one big mass transit um vehicle in it but that's where to get that's where the through. hyperloop comes in that's where the hyperloop comes in isn't it the hyperloop is your version of that where you got these tubes filled with like oh, i think like is it 20 people or something like that and then they, they just go at Yes, yeah, so it, it bounces them down there at a thousand miles an hour. So yeah, I think I think yeah. if it was like that, I agree with that. Like, so if you had like, if you jumped in a if you jumped in a tunnel from Wakefield, and mm. it shot you down to London in ten minutes, and there were a thousand people in that in that um, on that that train or whatever it was, then I think yeah, that's 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 a really good idea because you're, you're moving a lot of people down one line, but. I think the idea of like individual mass transport, I don't really agree with because I think it's just going to, it's going to use a lot more resources to get the same effect. Like if you have to have like one, one cat, one, one, one skateboard, like if your, if your car's going to be on a skateboard and mm. you need, you need a skateboard for every single person, then I think it's going to, but wouldn't it just be a cycle where you, 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 the, you enter with one skateboard and by the time you get to the end, it lifts up and goes like, back to the start much faster that, than that, it came that, through? That, that bit might be quick, but then aren't you going to get queues at the, at the um, like... Yeah, that's an interesting point, well, the start well, and the end of it. Yeah, the start and the end. Like, it's like, for example, with an aeroplane, like the, the actual flight itself is quick. We're getting onto the airplanes like one of the longest bits. Yeah. So you've got to go through. You've got to go through security, drop your bags off, all that. I didn't even think about the security part of the boring tunnel because obviously you're in a massive tunnel deep on the ground. If anything happens there, the douche. That's Ex nuts. Exactly. That's so nuts. So like, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Yeah. So are we just going to end up with the same issues as you do in an in an airport or underground? I think if. If we're going to have 
some underground transport, I think I'd go with the mass the mass transport unit, which I think you well, said was well, called well, that well, the Hyperloop, wasn't it? I think I'd, I'd oh, take sorry, that. Yeah, cool. I'd, ta- I'd take Hyperloop, that. Which... I'd take that. So you, would you not take? Um... I wouldn't take the individual like skateboards where you fire people down them. Well, what about a future armor? You know, when they have like those tubes that you go up. It's pretty much the same thing, isn't it? Because they can go to a, a, from A to B so quickly, it almost doesn't really um, yeah. doesn't have that kind of delay point anymore. Even if you... there's a queue, yeah. Even if there's a queue, the, the net time saved is greater. Ah, but then how many tubes would you need? <laughs> Where are these tubes going? Like, do you have a tube? To, like, <laughs> do you have a tube? Um, like, do you have a tube going everywhere? Like, I guess you'd have to have them. That's that's a good point. That's a good point. I I, I would or, probably or, want that, but then would it become messy and stuff? Would it become messy and like again, like would it would it just encourage everyone to be really lazy? Ooh, all right, then rid of a city, then all right. <laughs> I'm just joking. Uh, uh, that's a good point to be fair. But then isn't that what, what about the what about the fifteen minute city? Isn't that doesn't that also encourage? Well, no, because if it's if it's within fifteen minutes, then. That is a, a plausible distance that you could like use your own. That you could get that it's a plausible distance that you could get anywhere under your own steam without having to get in a car or anything. So like you could walk, cycle, skateboard, handstand. Hands, if you can handstand for 15 minutes down the road, give cart, me your cart, cartwheel. <laughs> I think I'll still go for the tunnels where it's, it's either on. on a track, where it's either on a track or. It's like um like a suction vacuum, you know, a future armor, um, right, as opposed to, and then we'll have the oh, we'll have um your rail thing, um your high loop thing, yeah, yeah, running for when you when you're running when you're going as a group. So all right, cool. We've got a transport down, and then I right, think then. that'll bloody cover it, mate. I think I'll that's it. Cover it for yeah. today. What can you say if you got this part far? Share can... it with your mates. Yeah, okay. screenshot this time screen saying. Uh, what, give me a word. What, what they can put on there? On, on, if you're going to put on your stories and you, you got to this far, uh, what a silly word. What a stupid word. <laughs> I'm a. Oh, uh, I'm a. Just, just put cheesecake. Screenshot it and put cheesecake and ham. Hashtag and cheesecake and, and ham. And I, and I know that you you got this far because yeah, unless you got this far, you you won't know. You, everyone will be like, eh, cheesecake yeah. and ham. Right. So thanks. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Give us a rating if you can. And tune in next week. Oh yeah! If you, if you want to follow anywhere, it's literally at Transportholics everywhere. So I do what Alex says. Thanks, everyone.